0: Welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck, and this is my podcast where we talk about what's up. And uh, so we talked about the last time, uh, are we living in the last days? And is what we're going through now signs? Uh, that we're living in the last days. And so if you didn't catch that, go back. And uh, you know what, if you agree, let me know. If disagree, I don't mind that. Uh, I like the idea we can have a discussion. So if the idea is what's up, what's up. Uh, today, I am super, super excited uh, because Destiny's with me and we are social distance. Yeah. Uh, we are practicing social distancing right now. And uh, of course, the number one thing we wanna ask is, Destiny, what's it like to have a boyfriend in a time like this?
1: What a question. You know, when I was dreaming of meeting, you know, the person of my dreams, this is not what I was expecting whatsoever, that we would be in a quarantine. I mean, you can't plan for that. And I plan everything. I'm like queen of worst case scenario and even in my worst case scenario I couldn't have thought of this so it's been it's been interesting an adventure for sure it's been fun Um, I've got to know him a lot better and quicker probably Mm -hmm. than usual so it's been it's been wild it's been challenging but I'm grateful for it and I think God just has a sense of humor Uh, and I'm, I'm living for it so and I, oh, by
0: the way, I surprised her with that question, yes. but I, I, love that, but I feel like I'm a part of you.
1: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Falling in love. So tell about that.
1: Yes. So it's crazy because I, my boyfriend's name is Jake. Shout out to Jake yep, June. and June. Yep. <laughs> junior high intern. Um, but we went to Bible college years ago together and this Bible college, we had 200 people. So it's crazy that we had never met before. Praise God. We didn't meet at that time because I I was a hot mess and so was he and um, yeah so we we knew kind of I knew of him but it wasn't we even had a class together but we had never crossed paths and then a year ago and that was probably 2015-2016 then a year ago I came back to Crossroads and I saw this guy and Jordan was like hey he's 6'5 like the guy of your dreams you should you should get at him and I was like no because all the girls like him and I'm not trying to do all that and then a few a few months later um, I was looking at Life Pacific's college graduation and I saw him on there so I walked up to him I was like hey you went to life and that was that was about it for a year I was going through a lot of healing because I was in a long relationship prior to that Uh, and I he was kind of on the radar but to be honest I didn't know he could speak like he was so quiet and I was so loud so I was like I don't know if he'll talk to me Um, and so then we were at your seminar what was it called the assertiveness training training, which was so cool and we were we were talking there and I remember asking him are you aggressive or passive and he was (laughs) like I'm passive aggressive and I was like isn't that called manipulative and I was feisty and then but I liked him and you know girls that's what you do and so uh, that day he swiped up I did a social experiment because I thought that that talk was so intriguing so I wanted to see what everyone else thought and so he uh he swiped up on it because I said are you passive or aggressive and he was like you miss passive aggressive so when he gave me a Valentine's Day card he said thank you Pastor Chuck and Dr. Smith for the assertiveness training because here we
0: are. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that's so cool. So, what we're really going to talk about today is Destiny is on staff in our high school ministry. One of the uh, valuable, valuable parts of HSM, HSM's high school ministry, and uh, I, and by the way, that is an incredible ministry, incredible community within our Crossroads family. And you're speaking tonight mm-hmm. on virtually yeah. on our YouTube channel. And how would people get there? It's Crossroads Church slash YouTube. So, com slash YouTube. Yes. Um, and you could find HSM there. And, and by the way, uh, it's a growing community, incredible community. God's doing great things. And you're speaking tonight. And what are you speaking on?
1: I am answering the question, will I be anxious forever or will I have anxiety forever? Uh, Pastor Sawyer, who's also one of my best friends, he's actually my best friend's fiance, which that's So much fun. Yeah. Uh, But we decided to take this time and really answer the questions that these students have for us. So this week we're talking about anxiety because that's probably Sawyer and I's number one question we get asked is, what do I do with my anxiety? What I've noticed about this generation, and it's just heartbreaking, is the just hopelessness. It's like hopeful helplessness like they hope that it's gonna change but also they feel like if they're diagnosed this is their deathbed and they just have to lie in it for the rest of their life but we know with Jesus that's not the case that he gives us peace for anxiety he doesn't always take it away but he promises us to be with us in the midst of it Mm -hmm. so that's what I'm gonna be speaking on tonight and I'm super excited to just to just tell these students and not just these students but whoever clicks on like there is hope And I know that there's hope because I'm living, breathing proof of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we want to dig into that. Um, The statistics prior to this crisis uh, were that anxiety has skyrocketed to the place of being a pandemic, Hmm. an epidemic amongst the generation, your generation, by the way, and the generation you're speaking to. And it's gotten scary. Yeah. Uh, because, um, you know, it, it can be, it can be very debilitating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be very harmful to the person. You're right. The, one of the biggest problems is a feeling like, will it ever end? Yep. Will it ever end? And so do you feel before we die? Well, it, let's feel, get some of your feelings out. Um Talk about the fact that you wrestled with anxiety personally.
1: Yeah, I, I've had anxiety majority of my life. I'm almost 26 and even from a very young age, I had panic attacks. And praise God, my parents were so good because they could have easily been like, oh, those are tantrums, it's crying for attention. But really I was crying out for help and yeah, my parents yeah. knew that, um, which was awesome. And then in junior high and high school, I was medicated for panic attacks clinical anxiety and clinical depression. And I was diagnosed with that at age 15. And so I have been in intense behavioral therapy. I was in um, an outpatient program when I was 16, which is why I love high school ministry, (laughs) because I feel you, it's hard. Like high school's hard and that was just, I was struggling through so much at that age. And I've been on medication on and off from probably age 15 to about 23, 24. And I was doing all of the things. I was in therapy. I was in, you know, um, I was taking medication. Like I was doing all the topical things that we do and it wasn't going away. So I was like, you know what, I'm diagnosed with it. This is how I'm gonna be for the rest of my life. So why fight? And then that led me to negative coping mechanisms because I was like, you know what, alcohol numbs my pain and it makes me feel Mm -hmm. better. So I went to that. I went to a relationship that he became my everything. He was my God. And I just, I was craving something to fill this hole, but at the end of the day, I felt empty. So when I came back to the Lord a year ago, praise the Lord, he saved me, my life changed. And I still struggle with anxiety, but it's different. I'm able to cry to the Lord. And I think my journey has been has been interesting because he hasn't completely taken my anxiety away, but instead he's used it and he's given me peace. The opposite of anxiety is peace. And I've noticed through meditating on his word day and night and seeking him. I love the verse that says, seek peace and pursue it. And we're seeking a peace that's already been found. And that just pumps me up. And so I have my freedom hasn't looked like a one prayer. I'm free. It looks like every day me choosing to get his freedom that is available to me.
0: Wow. Well, first of all, I want to say I love the fact that you're courageous enough just to say, I struggle with this. Um, That's super important. Um, And so I'm going to ask you a couple questions based on that. But number one, I think I I hope I know the answer. Do you feel safe at Crossroads to share that you struggle? And do you feel like, you know what, this is a community. HSM is one. See, is one. The church is one where we're going to love you. We're going to encourage you. We're going to stand with you. uh, And you can be free to admit that you're struggling with this sometimes.
1: Oh, 100%. And I think I value vulnerability and so does this church. And because real transformation happens with real vulnerability and that's where connection happens. And so I feel completely 100% like if you are struggling with anything, anyone out here, like if you're struggling with anything, you walk into these doors, you talk to anyone on on staff or volunteering and they're going to love you with open arms and they're not going to shame you or be like, you know what, you got to work your way up because I had literally, (laughs) I came to the Lord, came back to the Lord, and then six months later, I'm here serving in high school ministry. Like, I did not earn that, I did not deserve that. My past says that it's not, I'm not good enough, but I was in a place where I was raw, I was vulnerable, I was seeking help, and people called out greatness in the midst of the mess. And that's the beauty of Crossroads.
0: Yeah, and that's what I want us to be at, but God wants it more, and so we wanna do what God wants. I want to be a place where, where we can be honest. Mm-hmm. We don't have to put on the show. We don't have to ha- act like everything's okay when it's not. Yeah, we, The only way we will journey to a better place is if we can be free to do that. And so I love that you feel safe here. I love that tonight, and, and not just tonight, we're going to make make it safe for our HSM uh, community to get honest when they're struggling yeah. and to, to know it's OK and never to feel like that'll be used against them.
1: Oh, no. If anything, we celebrate that because you're going to get freedom. You can't heal from anything that stays in the dark and that's something that i want to encourage whoever is watching if you are struggling with anxiety depression alcoholism um any kind of drug addiction pornography whatever it is the second that you speak it out you become free and you begin the healing Uh process and that's something that our church values god values it and you can come to us what i love is that we're a hospital to the broken and that's the church it's messy there's a lot of you know imperfect people because no one's perfect and but we're all on a journey of transformation and restoration And that's what's beautiful about this place.
0: Yeah, and I agree. I love it because I feel like as the pastor, I don't have to put on a show. You get to see me behind the scenes. (laughs) I don't think you'll think I'm any different than when I'm anywhere else.
1: No, and I want to tell everybody, Pastor Chuck is the same offstage as he is on stage, And that is so (laughs) cool. So cool.
0: Well, it's fun. The next issue, medication.
1: Mm, Yep.
0: Um, You know what? Uh, I want everyone to know, that, um, when, when it comes to issues like this, uh, that medication is a tool that can be used to help people to go to freedom. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to feel it's wrong. I, and to me, it's a lot like if you're someone has diabetes, uh, and they use insulin, nobody attacks them for that. So when it comes to an, a mental health issue, that it should be okay it should be okay to have medication to either get you to a place of freedom or to get you to a place where you can function
1: oh for sure so
0: are you still using medication or are you free from that
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so my situation it it was really interesting because the doctors thought it was a chemical imbalance Uh, mental illness runs rampant in my biological family I'm adopted so all of that but uh, yeah so mental illness runs rampant in that so they were like okay this is this is the problem. This will be the solution. And I was taking these medications and it just made me feel numb. And so, uh, during that time I was also in my intensive outpatient behavioral therapy and my therapist told my parents, get her off these medications because she needs to deal with the root of the issue. Um, and she also needs to come to Jesus,
0: Oh, okay, which was
1: cool. This was not a Christian facility, but praise God. I had a Christian therapist who was bold in speaking truth. So for me, that It did. It just didn't help me. And I totally agree with you. I think that for some people it is life changing along with other things. You need Jesus. I mean, Jesus is the solution, Amen. but it's helpful. It helps you get through it. I I look at mental illness is just it's the same as any physical illness. For some reason, we look at it differently. But, you know, if your arm's broken, you're going to go to the doctors. If something's wrong emotionally you got to seek help there is help available and i think that's an amazing tool and there's no shame in that
0: yeah and i've watched people over and over either with medication sometimes without because it's not always needed yeah uh, but when it is it's needed and i've watched medication and what i would call a uh, therapy which mm-hmm. christian therapy is exhortation yeah uh, you know and, and really counseling with people i've watched them uh, make huge progress and mm-hmm. sometimes to places that they're shocked they can get to with how they feel yeah. and how they're they're able to um, interact with others. And so um, you, by the way, I think when most people meet, you don't even know there's ever been a struggle.
1: <laughs> that is the power of God's grace and transformation. And what's cool is there's a lot of people that saw me in the depth of Despair and darkness, and I just think that's the beauty of coming to the Lord and, and giving Him everything and being like God. I am an anxious person. I worry about tomorrow, a year from now, ten years from now, and He says, "You know, I I will give you what you need for today." I love. I've been really meditating on Matthew six eleven. Okay, is, yeah, yeah. Give me today my daily bread, Jesus. Give me what I need today because I can't. You you've given me all I need to. To be able to be okay today to give me peace for what i have today and that's enough and it's literally relying on the lord because i've tried it all like i've tried turning away from the lord i've tried doing it on my own i've tried substances i've tried people i've tried everything to fill that hole and fill that void but it wasn't until Jesus and that's why I'm crazy that's I'm like crazy person that's always talking about him because he changed my life and it pumps me up and he did that to me and I'm not any different he can do that for you he can do that for anybody anybody the worst of the worst is not the worst of the worst to God
0: Oh, and I, it's so true. It's so true. And I totally agree. And, um, one of the things I want to center on here, you said meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whenever I'm helping someone with anxiety, um, I use either mindfulness or meditation yes. as my go-to. Uh, I'll always use those. By the way, I, I practice both. Uh, they're spiritual disciplines. Yeah. So you use meditation mainly.
1: Yeah, I'll, I do both. Actually, it was really cool. In a staff meeting, you had us, all, you walked us through, what well, it was mindfulness, mindfulness right? Mindfulness, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That was life-changing for me. I, w- I went from being like this to just at a state of, like, so much peace. And it's because I just... I walked through it. So uh, I'm sure there's there could be a resource available for people uh-huh. that, that have that. Because that, that's been life-changing. And, and meditating is big for me. Meditating on the word day and night. And I need it. Like I do it because I love it. I mean it, it started as a spiritual discipline i didn't enjoy it and i was like you know what i have to do this but then it turned into this want and then this craving for it and now my days look completely different when i go against it but made meditating on this on the word i think christians get weirded out with the word meditation because <laughs> it's like yoga and you know weird things but it's not it's just sitting in his word it's just being in the moment with the lord And soaking in all that he has to say. And that completely realigns all of my thoughts. I heard it said that the goal isn't to be just free of anxiety, but for your mind to be so full of God in his presence that anything that tries to come in just has no hold. It's so small. And so I've been doing that. And let me tell you, it has changed the game for me. Change yeah, the and game it, for me. it is.
0: It's a game changer. That's yeah. a good way to get word it. Just to kind of give a, a quick thing in case someone's out there wondering. Yeah. Uh, Meditation is actually very, very Christian. Oh, yeah. Joshua chapter one talks about it. Psalm one talks about it. It's talked about all through the scripture. Psalm one says that a blessed man meditates on God's mm-hmm. word day and night. And then he will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. And in whatever he does, he prospers. Mm-hmm. So That's we good. know that that beautiful promise is something you're experiencing. Hmm. And Christian meditation is different uh, than other forms of meditation, but it's biblical and it's actually we're the originator (laughs) everything else is the copy mindfulness is actually centered prayer Hmm. and that's also very very christian and has deep roots in scripture uh psalm 46 10 says be still and know that i am Hmm. god so it's a way to practice that so if anybody's wondering or you're concerned these are very 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 christian very biblical ways to operate So we want you to know that. And uh, Destiny, I have. I've watched people's lives transform. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, there's a lot of research that says, uh, that shows without a shadow of a doubt, that your mind functions better, your brain heals. There's actually healing in your brain, uh, that your immune system goes higher, your pleasure center operates better. So all these things we know. Now, here's the next question. Um, Personally for you, but Mm -hmm. also in the people you minister with. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed an increase in anxiety since the COVID crisis has hit?
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. People that were anxious before are now feeling anxiety and self-reporting anxiety. Um, I'm in a life group. I have a life group with high school students, but then also with college students. And we meet every Monday night, and we've been talking through just what their life looks like right now. Job loss is real. yeah. And a lot of my friends don't have jobs. And the jobs that they are promised when life gets back to normal, there's a lot of anxiety within that because – when is life gonna get back to normal? And there's this whole, you know, money, that's that's a real thing, that is a real fear. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends are struggling through it, we're all struggling through it. And and just the change, like, you know, we were talking about before this podcast, we've been programmed to bad news, and that creates a lot of anxiety, 100%. It's just like, okay, when is, what's gonna happen next? The fear of the unknown is so real, And I, I can't blame them for that because we are living in unknown times. And if you don't know the known God, you're going to be chaotic and crazy.
0: For sure. For sure. And you said that so well. And, 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 you know, actually a lot of people are tracking because we are watching an uh, increase anxiety. An increase in depression Mm. Um, we're watching a lot of people feel so insecure in a time like this and you're right it's easy to be insecure yeah Uh, matter of fact I don't know if you heard this one Uh, a newer study has come out finding out people have a harder time concentrating and remembering things
1: I believe it. Yeah, but that's remembering things. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it takes a toll on your memory. So, what you're about to share tonight mm-hmm. is a, a necessity for people to hear. Our our HSM students need to hear it. All their friends need to hear it. By the way, what's so cool is we'll be putting it on YouTube. So, no matter when you're listening to this, you can go listen to what you're going to share.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it. And I just want to say, if you're not struggling with anxiety. I mean, fill in the blank, depression, loss, fear, worry, doubt, whatever situation you are in, I believe that this is a message that could impact your life because we're focusing on God, the God that is in control and the people that are out of control. And what's beautiful about it is, like I said, the peace You know, we're searching for a peace that's already been found. We're searching for a hope that He offers to us, and we're searching for a God that is right next to us. So I'm I'm super excited about tonight. Super stoked.
0: Well, I'm super excited we have you as a part of the Crossroads family. So I want you to know that. I love you. We love you. I love, one of my great joys in life, you already know this because you've been around me, is watching people discover their calling and gifts Mm -hmm. and get to use them. And you get to use yours here. Uh, We get to watch god take you and use you to impact lives and there's nothing better than that
1: oh there isn't and i'm just i want to say thank you and thank you to all of crossroads for calling out greatness in me when i had like i just i was just a random person attending and there's been so many people that have believed in me and spoke life over me you talia pastor noah pastor sawyer i mean this is a legitimate family and what's cool is like i'm on staff and i can say a lot of people when they get inside the church they're like oh it's messy i don't want to be a part of this but i'm a part of the church and i'm like this is the most beautiful thing in the world because we are a family Mm -hmm. and a community and there's no competition we're pushing each each other to be better Mm -hmm. and it's it's beautiful i'm so grateful i'm honored to be a part of this place
0: Well, I love that. And so I want to say to you right now, no matter when you're watching this, uh, God is going to use destiny in a big way, especially for high school, but it will be for anybody, but especially high school. So if you know anyone in high school tonight, seven o'clock live, then on YouTube after that on demand, and I want you to invite high school students to come. If you're a parent of a high schooler, I would sit and watch this with them. By the way, if I had a junior hire, I I would sit and watch it with them and and let destiny share and touch their lives and especially way and then if your junior hires when they're in high school then you got to be an hsm Mm -hmm. so we want that and so uh anyway it's going to be a great great time so till we get back together again i want to remind you man that god really is the one who carries this through psalm 40 or isaiah 41 10 says Do not fear, I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And may you be held up this week, this month, this year, by God's righteous right hand hand. And on Wednesday night, we kick off Q&A in the month of May, and I'll be answering your questions, which will also be on demand. So if you have questions, you get on, put them in the chat. I'll get to as many as I can. We're going to worship together, get in God's word together, have fun together. God bless you and have a great, great time until we meet again.